Hey everyone, this is Matt. Just wanted to warn everyone that we will be discussing The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. There will be heavy spoilers. You have been warned. Now please enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive through the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Ed, and with me as always, Apollo. Hey, hey. I've got Matt. Howdy. And we've got Mike. Hello. Wait, <laughs> How's it going, guys? So we have a special guest star today's we episode, as, as you could tell. Well, thank you. Special. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mike is a Mike is a friend of the show who um he actually uh oh, sort of looking for he streams with Ed on a weekly basis. So yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, we do that. that that's we, the thing we do. We we know him we know him pretty well. We we feel comfortable with his addition to the show and uh we feel like he'll bring some good points to this. Hopefully. To the conversation today. Uh, Ed, what are we talking about today? You you you're the one who brought us all together for this. What are we talking I about? I know today? it's weird. It's weird. So I know that we had a conversation once about a Star War. Um, and I know that the three of them have been a little uh, divisive, a little polarizing, if you will. Oh, the new ones, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, crap. We're going to do an episode on the most three recent Star Wars flicks in the main series? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been trying to get into Star Wars since I was like nine, dude. Like, uh, We're doing this? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Matt's got a drink for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Usually the way we do this is usually I'm the comic book, you know, layman, but I'm a bit more knowledgeable of Star Wars. So I think it's best. Yeah. This is why we're having Ed host this one. Yeah. I mean, he's a layman. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, uh, Matt has a serious hard on for Darth Vader. Um, as it it's were. pretty bad. He, he constantly tells me that I need to read the Darth Vader comics. That oh, I've only read the, the first volume of, so just to kind of bring it all together, the fact that this is still technically a comic book podcast. To uh, be fair, that comic book is changing a lot of stuff in the canon, but it's for the better, I feel. And I can't believe I'm admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess my question would be why? Um, I've seen Foreskins. I know most for, of the... You've seen Foreskins? <laughs> How many? <laughs> that is selective hearing, my friend. <laughs> And Star Wars foreskins specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars foreskins awaken. We bup, 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 so is that the first? We made it. So is that the first step towards becoming a Padawan? Oh, oh Christ. no, oh. no. Okay, so you've seen the Force Awakens. Yeah, so I've seen the Force Awakens. I know pretty much all of the spoilers for the Last Jedi. I know that's super polarizing. So you haven't seen and it, and I, I haven't. I haven't seen it in its, in its entirety, and I have not seen uh this last one but i i feel like i know all the spoilers so i feel like i've seen it uh, i just don't know how it ends you guys don't mind like at least throughout this episode you kind of throw out my guess and you guys let me know if i'm right okay that works i mean sure. we've, all, we've all seen it i think I, I know mike has seen it right i've seen it uh, and matt definitely seen it yes yes and ironically i think all our opinions are a little bit different Maybe on it. I, I don't know if that's. I feel like we've discussed it in in some small capacity, but never actually gotten into any heated debates about it. Yeah, I mean, we've been saving it for the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to know, Ed? Why? So, I, I, I some of my coworkers, just other people that aren't you guys, um, 
everyone's telling me this movie's terrible. Why? Rise like, of Skywalker? Why, I keep hearing Rise of Skywalker is awful. From what I hear, The Last Jedi does some really interesting things. Like It, it, it uh, brings up a bunch of interesting ideas. I mean, maybe those don't get the uh, trigger pulled on them. But like, why is there so much hate? Like, I could understand for The Force Awakens because it felt like a pretty cover of A New Hope. But it was super slick, man. That movie looked really big. I mean, the Force Awakens is pretty much just uh, like you said; it's a cover of the of of a new hope. They not only is it a cover; it's a very safe cover. I feel it, it's like a um, it's like Michael Bolton's cover of When a Man Loves a Woman. Mm. Oh, it, okay. it gets the job done, but it just it's lost a lot of its you know umph that the original Percy Sledge. Had. So it's it's no kill switch <laughs> engages holy diver is what you're telling me. It's no uh, Alexander, mm. what's his name's uh, <laughs> careless whisper. <laughs> You're bringing up some controversial comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's Alexander. It's a what's bit his wacky. name? Well, it's a little bit wacky because I mean, uh, the Star Wars fandom can be kind of insane to an extent. I want to say, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, very insane. Because because here's the thing: is that the Force Awakens, and I'm never going to be able to weigh in on this properly. I feel like if I if that was my introduction to Star Wars, I would have been a lot happier with it because, mm. you know, I wouldn't have known, um, you know, I wouldn't have known that this is a story that's more or less already been told already. I wouldn't have known what happens previously in the old Star Wars canon, uh, also referred to as Legends. Um, so as an introduction to Star Wars, if you don't know anything else, I think it's a perfectly fine movie. The problem is, though, is that I remember when I walked into that movie, I had an idea as to what I'm expecting to happen. You know, I'm expecting certain things to happen with certain characters that we already know about. And for the most part, I feel that they kind of just put the new characters and had them do the same thing the old characters did in previous films. So to an extent, yes, they played it very safe. Because the last thing Disney wanted to do was release another prequel trilogy, which and just divide the fan base. Hey, but guess what? It's already divided. They did it again. (laughs) Star Wars fans aren't happy ever. That's the consistency. That that is is, is a consensus. Star Wars fans are never happy. (laughs) No, no, it's 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 a terrible fan base to an extent. Um, One of the other things that I I personally um, had with the Force Awakens, you. This is going to sound terrible. No, go for it. You don't care about the new characters. The new characters that they introduce, like I'm still waiting to find out what happened to the old characters. So I don't care as much about the introduction of these new characters, aside from the ones that I thought were pretty cool. And if I'm honest, and I know this this might get a lot of hate from a lot of people, Rey is a very forgettable protagonist. I hear that if if <sighs> they would have shifted the focus from Ray to Finn or Poe, things would have been a lot more interesting. I I don't know if that's the case though. At least not in that first movie. You know you know what the problem is is that uh, again you had walking into the Force Awakens you had six movies that established a canon a, you know a, a storyline you know. You have a clue what's going on with the Skywalkers. You know that there's an old Republic. There's a there's a new Republic. There's the Empire. So you know you you know the Sith. You know the Rule of Two. You know all this crazy shit. So for them to just throw a character in there and just be like, we're not going to explain everything, and we're kind of banking that everyone's <laughs> going to be so curious about what our background is that it's going to pull people in. 
And I don't feel that that uh, writing technique worked on me personally. So what you're saying is, is that J.J. Abrams decided instead of just throwing a plot out there, like like a plot mystery box, he just made a mystery box character? Yes. I feel oh. that, Yeah. I mean, because... <sighs> Because yeah, I mean, like in in the original three movies, uh, New Hope, Empire, Return, um, Return of the Jedi, you know, it starts off. Luke is just a you know a moisture farmer. Uh, <laughs> you know, he wants to know about his yeah. Literally, he's a moisture farmer. He wants no, to- no, no. I'm I'm laughing because I totally remember that that moisture farmer trilogy, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Blue Harvest? But anyway, so you know, it, you know, he wants to fight in the rebellion. You know, his uncle's keeping him stranded on Tatooine, which, you know. A lot happens on Tatooine, but in the scheme of things, it's kind of a shithole in the middle of nowhere in the Star Wars universe. Um, you know, and he kind of gets dragged into this. You find out that he's force sensitive, and you find out like he's kind of entwined into this, and he's been hidden. And you know, you, you find out about it organically, like wow, this is so cool. And you're, you're finding out along the way, Ray is just, hey, she has force powers. She's probably important. Let's drag her along for the story. <laughs> She's probably you know? important. If anything, if anything, I feel. Um, to, to Ed's point about shifting who the main character should have been. And I know, again, this is going to be something a lot of people might disagree with or think is wrong. I think if we would have focused on Kylo Ren or Ben Solo as the main character of the of this new trilogy, it could have been a lot better. You know okay. what would have been way more interesting? If they mentioned <laughs> anything about the Knights of Ren. <laughs> Those guys showed up and I'm like, yo, these guys look really cool. And then they just kind of look around for two more movies. Biggest jobbers in the galaxy. They're, oh, man. they're Boba Fett. It's fine. It's happened before. <laughs> no, they're not even Boba Fett had lines. At least Boba Fett did something in two movies. Boba Fett got killed by a blind Han Solo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, for that half a scene, though, he stood there looking badass as hell next to IG-88 on the Star Destroyer. Right, and that's what the <laughs> Knights are IG's- IGs are the IGs are the best characters in the trilogy. What can I say? Yes, I don't know. So I'll, I'll, something. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying. All I got to say is about the Knights of Ren in Rise of Skywalker is whoever was the cinematographer decided to give him like R and B '90s boy band shots every time they showed up. <laughs> that fucking scene where the helicopter is spiraling around them were on that desert planet. Wait, there's helicopters in the intense. Well, no, no, the camera the was ship, on the, the ship. Oh, okay, the camera was on. I'm to be like, yo, what the fuck? No, no, <laughs> space no, no, copters. No, no. Come on. Yeah, come on. But I seriously did laugh anytime they showed up. Like on that like that 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 dark planet, whatever that snowy planet, like they showed up around a corner and then nothing. I'm like, <laughs> what a bunch of jokers. Like, look at these guys. They're all cute with their armor. <laughs> They're adorable. Look at them. This is the cutest little dimples. Just a bunch of scamps. Love love friend scamps. <laughs> you don't even have a name badge. <laughs> like, no, that, that's part of what I'm talking about. Like, okay, so plot threads that were never fucking resolved, okay? Why the fuck does uh, that one um, goggle lady have Luke's, Luke's lightsaber? Never resolved. I'm um, pretty sure they explain it in a book somewhere. Okay, why? Why did they explain it? Like, they talk about the mysticism of all of that, and then nothing. Nothing. There was nothing to it. Okay. 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 But but to be fair though, to be fair though, Lucas is very guilty of pulling out as well. There's so much crazy shit going on in the prequels that they don't explain, and you'd have to read the books to, uh, to understand some of it. Okay. Well, okay, like the problem, fair. the Go problem ahead. that I have with Lucas uh, when he was writing stuff, because you know, it's easy to look back with rose tinted glasses on him. The problem with Lucas is that he feels like you know he feels like he's a comedian. Where what he did was he explained a joke. <laughs> that worked 
in a language, you know, like he's trying to explain a, a joke that was originally in French in English. And then he explains it to you. How come it was funny when he said, if you, if you kept the translation as French, but at the, but by the time he's done explaining the joke to you, you know, after like 20, 30 minutes of him explaining it to you, like, Oh, Oh, that is really funny. The problem is who the fuck wants to sit around for 30 minutes getting a joke explained to them, you know? And you're also not laughing. You're just going, oh, wow, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the prequels, where, like, if you love the lore <clears throat> and you want, you know, you want to get all these questions answered, you can find them. They're probably, it's probably a lot like that in, in the uh, the most the three most recent films. Well, the, I mean, the that, that's, that's part of the reason why they say that you can completely skip episode one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you, can just, you can just listen to, the, to that song. Don't do it. On a, on a lot of, on a lot of, um, a lot of people, like a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of people who discuss all of this, a lot of um, lore channels. You know, it's decided you can skip episode one it, unless you are really, really into knowing more about like the lore and stuff that goes on from from the background. But from a movie perspective, a story perspective, two and three, arguably not even two. But three for sure is probably the only movie you really need to watch to understand what happens with uh, with Vader. Attack of the Clones, I think, is still the worst Star Wars movie. I try, I still can't get through it. It is honestly cringy. the only thing. Yeah, I, I don't remember enjoying Attack of the Clones too much. And honestly, the only thing I remember from uh, that third one is that uh, we want had the high ground. <laughs> hard to forget i okay so for me that third one i love the fact that you can watch that movie and see anakin skywalker just like just okay this here's another step towards the dark side here's another step towards the dark side here's another step towards the dark side and i can go on an entire tirade as to like where the jedi failed why the jedi fucked up and how they they trained him and we all this other stuff, but I really, I really don't want to do that because I could be here for like an hour. Just we could talk at length right. about that. Yeah, but, but the only reason I brought up the prequels, like I said, is just to, 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 like the character with the glass. I can't remember her name, but to complain that you oh, never Mascanata. know how. That was her name. Mascanata. Mascanata. Thank you. It's to complain that you never know how she got the, the lightsaber. That's not. That's not just Disney's fault. Lucas was guilty of the same thing. So I feel that's an unfair criticism. I mean, so no, what's what's that, worse though? That. Hold on, not just that. The other thing, like, it, that's just an example of it. So, like, the Knights of Ren, what the fuck are they? Like, who are they? Why are they important? They just, again, just show up like a boy band, make have a couple of scenes, and then they, they're a bunch of jobbers, and they just <laughs> pop at the end, okay? Well, what, gets me, what, what gets me with them, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but, like, they apparently hired a bunch of um, Indonesian martial artists and the guy, like, the fight photographers for the raid, and they were going to use those people, like, they, they use those actors for the Knights of Ren. I hear that as someone that's not like a huge Star Wars fan. I go, oh shit, the raid was fucking dope. Like we're we're, we're gonna get that kind of stuff in Star Wars, please. Oh yeah, and oh, they, that would be fantastic. Just, and they right? just get jobbed out. Yeah, and they don't do anything. Bad. They're just boy band posing for three movies. And then the, yeah, there's little no, scams. Come and on, not even for not even <laughs> Sneak for three movies. <laughs> okay, hold on. Not Scooby even doing for three everywhere. movies. Two movies, right? Because I forgot because they showed up. They they didn't really show up in the first movie. They 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 were mentioned in the first movie. They were in a flashback. R Ryan Johnson doesn't even use them in yeah, the second like, yeah, movie. That's cool. I guess. <laughs> okay. And then JJ Abrams comes back and he's like, what the fuck? Why didn't you show off my boy band? And then he's like, <laughs> Puff Daddy just saying, all right, I'm going to make the band. And then he proceeds to rap over a Led Zeppelin riff. <laughs> exactly. JJ <laughs> Abrams is like, boy, take that. 
<laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> exactly. Do you understand? Like that, that shit pisses. Okay, so that that's another one. Um, how can I? I don't want to give too many spoilers. If, if that no, no, go no. for it. Go Spoil, on. Spoil the shit for me. I mean, I'm 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 sorry though. I'm laughing at the idea of J.J. Abrams as Puff Daddy sending uh, Star Wars characters like uh, uh-huh. out to go find yeah. him Cam- Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> like he doesn't even know it's a movie. <laughs> so is that, shut down. Like, is, is, that, is that is that a reference to uh, Luke Skywalker milking that thing in um, the last Jedi? Be. <laughs> if it's not, it should be. He drives from the source. The yeah. so, <laughs> Space cow. So the the whole premise of the ending of of this movie is that spoilers. Palpatine is the big bad guy. Well, has so always been the big bad well, here's guy. the thing, man. If you played Fort, we already knew that. Right, right. That's fine. Fortnite fucking gave that away. Fine, whatever. Um, and that at this point, in, at the end of this movie, Rey is the embodiment of all the Jedi. Palpatine is the embodiment of all the Sith. And they're having their little, oh, the limited power. <laughs> Granddaddy laser. Unlimited fiesta. I wish that's how it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear like the, you hear the force ghosts of all the dead Jedis that are inside of Rey or whatever nonsense, such nonsense <laughs> they were trying to channel. Okay. But if you remember at the end of the second movie, at, at the end of the last Jedi, the whole premise was that the Jedi were wrong. The whole premise of The Last Jedi was that the Jedi were wrong. I mean, we could get into that debate. Right. That is, it, it, that is, it, dude, Yoda burns down the tree where the library was, and then Luke's like, the sacred text. He only, he, only, <laughs> he only burned it down to distract Luke because he already knew Rey stole the books. It's muddled as hell. Like, it doesn't know what Again, it wants to say. Again, another stupid thing. Like, that's the other stupid thing. Like, okay, fine. Rey is going out to complete her training. But what the fuck does she know? She has the books. <laughs> she has the I books. Mean, be, I mean, how long was Luke training with, uh, with Yoda? Yeah, but Yoda was an actual teacher. I mean, not to say that Leia wasn't a teacher, even though we got, like, you know, the ghosts of Carrie Fisher training training uh training uh daisy ridley to be a to be a jedi that's fine mm-hmm. uh page turners they were not it's <laughs> like i think of like i i get i get like really upset now that okay so on first viewing there were a lot of things i really liked about rise of skywalker i actually enjoyed the movie as a whole i feel like it was a great part of the Star Wars saga, definitely not an ending. But there are things that, thinking back on it now, I fucking just get so pissed. I hear Rise of Skywalker is three movies jammed into one, and the pace is so breakneck that you don't even have time to like analyze is, what's happening. Yes, it is very breakneck. Um, here's my criticism of Rise of Skywalker: is that if that was Episode Seven. Mm. I would have been like, wow, this is a great beginning of the series. But the problem I have is that I didn't catch any hints of Palpatine coming back in um, in uh, The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. And then, bam, the first line of the title crawl in Rise of Skywalker is, Palpatine's back. <laughs> but if you played Fortnite, you knew that already. Yeah. Oh so, like, in, in that opening crawl, they mentioned, like, a great battle or, like, a great uh, uh, cataclysm or something. A great battle. Yeah, that was Fortnite. There was there was a, there was a Star Wars event in Fortnite. That's fine, and that's what they're that's what they're talking about. I mean, there's been dumber shit. I mean, there was that. I don't know, uh, but that's pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. I don't, there was an animated Christmas special that introduced Boba Fett. 
So I've actually seen bits and pieces of that, and it looks like they pulled um, either a couple of names or a couple of like character ideas and slapped them on Ray and Kylo Ren. Um, there's, really... there, there's a name that is super close to Kylo Ren, and he's he's like one of the uh, one of the bad guys in that that animated movie. Interesting. I mean, not for nothing, Kylo Ren also that name that he took is why like why did they never explained why he took on the name kylo ren like most uh, Sith lords take on the name darth or darth no like some kind of darth. Well, Dar- the darth name is kind of the wacky one um you know it only came back in the promise with darth bane about uh, i think a thousand years and <laughs> you know and then for uh, well yeah then darth uh, Plagueis and Larsen. Way to nerd out. I'm just, I'm just saying for like a good yeah. How dare he on a comic book podcast? He knows yeah, shit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for a good long time the Sith stopped using the name Darth, and it wasn't until Darth Bane took down the Sith Empire did he bring it back. So, so the fuck is Kylo Ren then? I know that Ren stands for lightsaber. That was a thing that happened in the Kylo Ren comic recently. Wait, what? Is that what? It, is that what it? What it means? Where did you yeah, get that from? Uh, it's the more. It's the the recent uh, Kylo Ren comic that Marvel's putting out. So there's like one. Like like one of the knights has a like. He explains why they're called the Knights of Ren. So they're the Knights of Lightsaber, essentially. Like <laughs> the Knights not, of Lightsabers. So none you know of them how, have how lightsabers. The main... <laughs> they don't. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, it just felt like J.J. Abrams walked into Rise of Skywalker and be like, all right, Ryan, you, you wrote me into a hole, so fuck it. I'm going with the totally original story here. Um, and, you know, it, it just felt, yeah, like 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 I said before, it felt very smash cut. Mm. I thought it was, it's definitely the best of the three movies, but that it does, doesn't like say much. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you, you take all three movies, they're... You could watch, You could take them all as separate things. Like it, it doesn't feel like there's a beginning and a middle and an end. They just kind of feel like three totally separate movies that they slap Star Wars on. It's, it's not so cohesive. Really, no, that, that that sounds about right. I do really hope though that at least at the like you don't really get to see Palpatine's face too much. Like like yes, they're like he's alive. And he's been pulling the strings the whole time. But like when you finally do see him, pulls off his like giant like Sith hood and he's like it was me kylo it was me all along and they pan over and right it's like son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> I, so the, one of the things to bring to mention about this the idea of, of palpatine coming back is this is not even any new original idea either so back in the i want to say the 80s I think it was ninety one. It was the nineties. I forget which one. They. I know Stana, yeah. yeah, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics wrote a a Star Wars Dark Empire comic, and then they did Dark Empire two as well, which is a continuation of the story after Return of the Jedi. It's actually a trilogy. Yes, and what they tell you is that Palpatine had clones of himself ready in case he ever died. And then the whole reason that he was doing this was so that he could prepare Luke Skywalker to be turned to the dark side. So, like, this isn't anything new. Like, the the idea of all the Star Destroyers having um, planet killer weapons, which is a thing that was in, in Rise of the Skywalker, that was something else from Dark Empire that they took. So somebody just gave Jar Jar Abrams the uh, Dark Empire trilogy <laughs> comics, and he just read them and was like, "This is great." 
Not necessarily, because uh, like, like like Paul was saying, Dark Empire, it, it was a pretty, it was kind of a long running series, you know, and they just kind of crammed it as best they could into a single movie. Um, so it felt kind of cheap. Again, in a sense, my biggest gripe is the fact that this movie, they tried to make it about um, Ray, and it should have been about Ben Swallow. Yes, uh, Adam yeah, Driver is his weird Torito body. But why, why, why do you, why do you say that? Because I, 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 my personally, I love that Rise of the Skywalker finally gave Ray something to do instead of like the story was happening to Ray instead of Ray doing things in the story, right? Like she started, right. she started as a character where like she's on a planet waiting for her parents, and she's like, well, there's an adventure happening. So the reason why doesn't she go back to that planet to wait again when the adventure is done? There's no reason to. She just like she just keeps being pushed along. Like I'm glad they gave her something to do. But that's my that's really I, I, to be quite honest with you, that is part of my my gripe with it is the fact that the adventure is happening movies, around the her. First and two not... movies, the adventure happens around her. Okay. And the third movie where everything – she should be the one who's already like – we've established her as the protagonist. She's important. This is what's supposed to happen. The hero's journey is supposed to be be what she's on. And the end of the story is the end of the hero's journey. She's just starting the hero's journey. Right. So to, right. so to Matt's point, I do agree. If you start with Rise of the Skywalker, at least take those points, like throw out the mystery box, just say who Rey is. <laughs> say, say, just say right away who she is and what her deal is and then have the other characters deal with that. That's a much more interesting trilogy. I wish well, they did that. Actually, you're I, I 100% to, right. I, I well, kind of yeah, agree like, with you. No, because what I'm just going to say is I, I hate to be that kind of person. Why did you just make it like the old movie? But like in comparison when you first find out that vader is luke's father everyone's like what no no he can't. no 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 and it's not until return of the jedi till that scene with uh yoda and obi-wan's force goes so like yeah no he wasn't fucking with you actually is your father yeah <laughs> it took them like you know you had a minute to sit down and chew on it like for years people you know after you saw the movie in theaters in 1980 whatever you know from what i read Thank you. A lot of people for, you know, in that span of time is going, is he really? No. Was he, was he lying? Is he confused? Like, well, like it wasn't like, sure. You know? So part of the reason for that, I feel like also has to do with our own kind of the change in the times. I mean, you got to think about it. We now have information at a click, you know, we have computers on our, our phones, our computers more powerful than that, which ran the space shuttle. So, you can't you can't keep a secret like that anymore often or not. Right. Well, no, but then harder. but but to dump everything about a character that was just kind of, you know, standing around for two movies and then to finally give her a backstory and everything like that and, you know, that has a middle beginning and end but you cram it all into one movie where everything already is like a smash cut together. I mean, you I got to agree that's you're 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 not wrong. I mean, I'm not I I see the point you're trying to make Paula, but like here, here's an example. Uh, Luke, you know, the movie starts off with uh, Luke fights Vader, finds out he's his father, gets his arm cut off, and you know, then he finishes the job. In the original, in the prequel trilogy, you know, Anakin's the chosen one. He's got the prophecy. Yada yada yada. Didn't have the high ground. Didn't have the high ground. Uh, it comes Vader. He gets into a fight. Anakin gets his arm chopped off. And like. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the Dooku <laughs> fight. Oh yeah, oh, the yes, dynamics. Yes, yes. Yeah, the Dooku oh, fight space with Dracula. Um, yeah. And then and then he fights Obi Wan and then he becomes Vader. But what I'm trying to say though is that like 
you know, Anakin and Luke's story, you, you felt like there was more skin in the game. Like, you know, you see their struggle. With Ray, it kind of just felt like she just kind of muddled through everything. I mean, the the point I like to make to people is, you know, you know, off the top of your head, give me one Ray quote from the first two her first two movies. I'm shrugging. I don't even remember anything about Force Awakens, to be honest. Uh, stare into the middle distance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing a lot of that. I'm waiting for my parents. I don't know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? More people re- remember the guy saying. You know, one ration. Yeah, portion. Portion. Thank you. Yeah, more people remember. And I only remember. I only remember that from a recent YouTube video out of a YouTuber that I watch. So (laughs) right. (laughs) Do they say that a lot? But but yeah, he no, he does he does um something from the movie. Ah. He 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 makes some food from the movie and then (laughs) talks about portions. He just yells portion. He just yells. Yeah, no, he has the uh, the little pop up guy comes up and it's it's the character played by Simon Pegg, which is the worst part. Like this is a it's a character played by Simon Pegg. Yeah, squandered and wasted. But but the way I would like the way I would kind of wrap up my feeling on the the new trilogy character is like you know. Finn, he's got a great backstory. He's a he's a trooper that uh, broke away from the from the first order. Um, you know that's cool. I don't know many stories in Legends where stormtroopers broke away from an empire or a radicalized empire. First of all, uh, Rex did. How dare you? I said trooper? not many, not many. <laughs> that's actually what I was thinking of. But um, you know, you got Poe, who's a pretty interesting uh, fighter pilot. Poe! He's awesome. You know what's really cool too is that um, how do you actually feel, Paul? Well, <laughs> what's even cool too is that he's uh, he's from Yavin because the I forget which country they shot Yavin in, but he's from the country where it's supposed to be Yavin. So he oh, had his cool. stories. Yeah, so that's cool. Rose, I like Rose's character because you know her sister dies, uh, you know, fighting the the First Order. So you know what you know. Fans fucking hate that character. I think it's cool because I know why she's, you know, why she gives a shit. I know she why she cares. She has a motivation. Exactly. Which one is which one is Rose? She's the um she's the uh the Vietnamese actress. I think she's Vietnamese. Oh, okay. The the um, one the one that got chased off of social media because the yeah, fans yeah, are yeah. terrible. Those fans are the worst. Yeah. I mean, I do hear that like she was her character was only even in that last movie to make um Poe and Finn's relationship seem less gay because Disney. I mean, it seems that they gave her the Jar Jar Binks treatment in Attack of the Clones. Where, well, we have okay. to acknowledge she's there. Yeah, basically, the Attack of the Clones starts off with uh, Jar Jar getting a seat in the Senate, and then he's in the scene where he walks off. That her mm-hmm. Jar Jar Binks is the one who creates the empire and then, and then then the next time you see him yeah he's talking saying yes we should give all the power to you know palpatine <laughs> to, Nothing the chancellor, bad will happen. Yeah. to the chancellor i couldn't remember the quote but that's the only that, that's the only other two times you see jar jar i think i really um, wish they would have pulled the trigger on him being a sith like that's that's <laughs> not what awesome. that's not what george wanted man george <laughs> wanted everyone yeah. to like him <laughs> so so what he did to rose is she's kind of in the background she says like two or three lines to uh leia and that's pretty much it in rise of skywalker that's and it, i don't know if it's intentional but it seems like they did her, their best to keep her off camera but acknowledge her character still exists that's really bizarre um i do have to ask um do finn and poe get the fuck butts at all exclusively <laughs> no and it's so funny too because they kind of shoehorn another female character 
to make it seem like she's uh, pose um, Finn's interest. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. So maybe it wasn't oh, Rose yeah. I was hearing. Then it was it was his other character. Was it was a Power Ranger? Wait, what? <laughs> Let's right, get into listen. that when we come back. I was just about to say. Tell me more about that after the break. Sure. We'll be back. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I am a Senate. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Kind of summarize everything. Um, you you guys aren't a huge fan of the Disney trilogy, uh, and it looks like uh, Ryan Johnson, Rian Johnson, is, is that his name? Ryan. Rian Johnson. Rian. It looks like him and uh, Jar Jar Abrams here were having a uh, pissing contest over what Star Wars actually was through their movies. That's a fair assessment. I oh want my to god! Say. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because yeah, Last Jedi like feels like the odd man out, definitely. Yeah, well, I, it definitely. From what I hear, it seems like. Uh, you know, Ryan had a, a very clear of what he, he wanted to do, which is why he thought a bunch of stuff that JJ was doing. Mm. Uh, and then Jay, they, they brought JJ back in to course correct him, and he was just like, "No, stupid! This is what Star Wars is." Well, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that was Disney course correcting or JJ course correcting. Uh, it was definitely Disney because I think Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct Rise of the Skywalker, the guy who did uh, a Jurassic World. Uh, Ooh! But then he made the movie The Book of Henry, which I hear is an amazing train wreck and and it's bad <laughs> and disney saw they're like uh we can't give this guy star wars oh, didn't, they also have, <laughs> didn't they also have the guy that rebooted godzilla on their helm at some point too i think i gotta, I gotta look into that. no he did he did rogue one Ooh, the book oh, of Henry has a, tw- a thirty-one percent on me- Metacritic. Yeah, I, I, I hear, I it. hear it's so bad it's good because it's like, what, what were they thinking? Like this. What guy, is it about? I, I don't know. I, I did not want to. I just want to go in blind because I hear I love so bad it's good. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So it's kind of like cats. Oh, I. If it's, oh, if it's anywhere oh, near that nightmare no, fuel, that is an episode in and of itself that I think we need to do once we actually watch this. So I hear, and I, I don't want to change the subject of this episode, but I hear that the, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I hear that the, uh, uh, like, if you go to see Cass, like, right now, um, the, it, the CG's unfinished. Yeah. Oh, God. They're actually patching the movie. Yes. Have you ever heard, how do you patch a movie? You just send a new copy of it to the, to the, the, to the theater. No, I, I get the <laughs> point. I get, I get what you're saying, but how do you patch a movie after it's released, Fine. like a week after it's, it's out? Finally. It's like, that's you after know, my own heart, man. I, 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 I'm dying to watch uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine again like that. 
Oh, wait, yeah, I know. I can't find a copy of that. I'm looking wait, for a copy. Wait a second. So are you telling me that in like another 25 years, they're going to have a special edition version of Cats where, you know, one of the cats blows up and like then they add <laughs> that ring to it? <laughs> and they're going to have a scene where one of the cats is talking to Jabba the Hutt. And because of the film, he's going to walk on his tail. It's a cat yeah, talking yeah. to a guy not in makeup. It's just Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and then they they just like uh, zoom in on uh, Rebel Wilson, and she's like McClunky. I, <laughs> dude, Rebel Wilson eats roaches with fa- with human faces. Oh Christ, that's terrifying! After she, after she unzips her her, not even her cat suit, but her fur, like her skin fur. Yes, the Rise of the Skywalker is weird. That's how it ends. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it! Because I was gonna I was gonna ask about. So can I? Uh, I was going to say my 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 guess here for how this movie ends because you guys were talking about star destroyers and things, yeah, like that. That's a big part of the uh, the new movie. Oh yeah, star destroyers. So th- those yes. are so those are like the giant like uh, uh, like cheese wedge shaped things. Yeah, the, the slices of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah. All right, so. I'm guessing like Palpatine's chilling on one of those and like Ray and Kylo somehow make their way there because I'm sure like they're like BFFs now or something. Mm-hmm. I want them to show up with like they're just playing these dulcet guitar tones in the background as there's just a montage of them just cutting through stormtroopers and whoever else, all that jazz. They finally get to like the throne room, right? Uh, Palpatine sitting in like his uh, giant chair and he spins around and he's like, no one can stop me with my unlimited power. They pan over to like ray and kylo and they're both like not on my watch they ignite their lightsabers and they pan back over palpatine who's got his hands up and there's lightning and then be continued comes flying out of the corner everything goes black and white and they kick in that baseline just boom (laughs) roll credits one is just in in impossible poses he's not 100 percent wrong yeah you nailed (laughs) it that's the worst part that's not even that's not even completely wrong Right up until uh, Yes started playing, you weren't. <laughs> you're pretty close, actually. I hate to say it. That's unfortunate. Um, to be fair, they weren't on the Star Destroyer. They were under a bunch of Star Destroyers. Yeah, there's so many triangles above them. So, there, so many triangles. There, there wasn't a throne. He was kind of like on this weird Glados thing. I mean that 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 is a throne. It though. could be a throne. Like well, that thing is, is no, a throne. no 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 no. There there was a giant throne. He goes, Ray, sit on the throne. You know, take over the sin. <laughs> yeah. When um, you kill me, I'll become you. <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit. Yeah, it was my my like my. I, my 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 gripe again is just it's just you know you get two bland movies and they, oh by the way Palpatine's back <laughs> you, you know what Matt go ahead give us give us your your pitch on like your review of the of the trilogy of the, you, of the I mean trilogy. you took the word you took the words out of my mouth it was literally going to be like Matt how do you really feel <sighs> another beer <laughs> <laughs> fuck um how many of these do you have <laughs> how many movies they got um <laughs> infinite now it's disney money unlimited power no. <laughs> unlimited moves <laughs> you know it's 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 hard to say because uh, i can't be too hard on it because I, I have to acknowledge and um understand that it's not star they're not making star wars for 30 something years old that watched the original trilogy when they were you know in elementary school it's for a new generation so you know it would be unfair for me to be hard on them for starters um kind of like i acknowledged before um 
you know, they took out a lot of expanded universe um, because it is fucking massive. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, you got the Yuuzhan Vong, you got uh, thousands and thousands of years of uh, science Sith history to deal with. Um, so I understand why they got rid of the classic canon. Um, am I happy they did? No, because, you know, I grew up playing a lot of video games and reading a lot of books and comics that took place in the expanded universe. Uh, I'm so I'm sad to see it go to an extent. Um, so, you know, so I was really I had very high hopes when this trilogy came out and, you know, Rise of the Sky, um, uh, well, the, the Force Awakens, like I said, it was kind of like a bland retelling of A New Hope. Uh, the Last Jedi, I actually kind of liked the idea of a um, of Luke Skywalker kind of giving up hope, if you will. Um, it seemed very out of character, but it was a really cool story to be told, I felt. Um, and then Rise of Skywalker, kind of like I've been saying before, I, I kind of felt that uh, if they started with that and ran with that story, it would have been better. But for them to just smash come be like, oh, it was Palpatine the whole time, it, it kind of felt cheap and it kind of felt like they would wrote themselves into a, a corner um the thing that i really uh have problems with is um kind of uh, major characters that were kind of secondary in the movies and how they kind of just wrote them off um and, and same with locations like for example in um in the force awakens the star killer base which is a name um you know which was uh, luke skywalker's original uh, last name um it blows up Hosnian Prime. Uh, you mean Coruscant? That's the point. They never <laughs> tell you in the movie. They, they they like, oh man, Hosnian Prime. The you know the New Republic is there. It just like, blew up the new the capital of the New Republic, and what? you don't know. You, you don't, don't even know. fucking know. You don't Dude, know that. Wait, the the capital moves. Why? It moves every couple of years. I don't know when this got established in the canon, but I had to look it up. They they probably explained it in a book. I don't remember in Legends canon uh, the New Republic moving around, but I could. No, it was, all, it was always Coruscant. It's it always, always Coruscant. Coruscant. It's always was it that Coruscant. in the Thrawn trilogy? I can't yeah, remember. It's always it was. been Coruscant, man. It's been a long time since I read the Thrawn trilogy. That, um, that that is insane to me. That's like saying, uh, okay, America, twenty twenty. <laughs> We're moving Washington D.C. We're taking the building. It's going to Ohio. We're going to do this every five years. All right. And that's what they do. That is actually what they, the New Republic does, according to the new canon. That's and insane. That's every, that, new like, every new president right. gets to pick where the White House goes. Yeah, yeah. You want it in yeah, Florida? Yeah. You got it in Florida. You want it in Texas? It's in Texas now. Arkansas, you're Done. crazy. It's there. No, and like I remember the first the time heart I was Flint, watching Michigan. it, and that explode. The 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 capital gets blown up. I'm just sitting there going. Did they just blow a Coruscant? Yeah, which which was funny because like okay in in a New Hope they blow up Alderaan. In the scheme of things, Alderaan was kind of a peaceful planet. Um, you know, it wasn't really doing it. They were they were innocent more or less. So it was like, oh man, that really sucks. They blew up Alderaan. You didn't know what the first time watching the movie, but you get the gist. You, get it. you know, in this movie, it's like, oh man, they blew up Hosnian Prime. <laughs> oh wow, that sucks. I guess it was just another Alderaan. Oh wait, no, it was the Coruscant. No, but that's the thing. You don't even know that. But you don't know. You that. don't they even don't know you. that. You don't know that. If you're a new person to Star Wars coming in watching that, all you know is 
some planet was just blown up. But again, though, but where again, there's a though, bunch of government you, officials. You, you would don't. you would think though it's the equivalent of Alderaan, which is kind of again, like I said, it's this peaceful planet. They're not really playing a major role in the shit that's going but, down at the time. But, but it care. is a big fucking deal. No, you care because Princess Leia. Even they 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 let you know Princess Leia is from Alderaan. Yes, yes, and that's you true. know that that's Princess Leia's planet. That's why you care. You don't know what fucking planet they're destroying until afterwards. Yeah, yeah, but but, and then you don't even know the name of the planet until you actually go and look it up. That that is the problem. They have three movies proud of the Force Awakens, which Coruscant appears like very prominently. That's where the Jedi are. That's where like everything is. It's Coruscant, and it. The next movie, they don't even say Hosnian Prime. It's not like, oh no, they're blowing up Hosnian Prime, where the New Republic is. It's just like, here's a city planet. It's blown up. Why wouldn't you? As soon as Coruscant, it was even it was even funnier too. It was like, here's Star Killer Base. Here's Star Killer Base, uh, base blowing up this planet. It's like, when when did they have that? I don't remember. I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> remember the sitting there, sitting there in the movie theater, going, did they? Just, I just leaned over to my wife and I'm just like, did they? Did they blow up? Coruscant? Correct me. Is that is that cor- Coruscant? Correct me if I'm wrong. Do they even bring up Star Killer at any point before that scene? I don't think I so. don't. Rem- I don't remember being in the in the, in the beginning crawl because that was the thing with the with New Hope. The New Hope starts off with, oh man, shit's at war. The Empire has fucking Death Star. You know, I don't remember. Get you, and yeah, that's I, the worst part is I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. That's See, the that's the saddest part. It's forgettable. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember. I could tell you, I can tell you probably from beginning to end every scene of A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Ooh. and most of the prequel trilogy. Very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I almost like I just remember major story bits from this new trilogy, yeah. and it really breaks my heart. Yeah, you think a planet that is a gun would stand out? Like they have, they have a gun planet. <laughs> They're a gun planet. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, to, to kind of summarize a lot of how I was feeling about it was um, in Legends canon, the two big stories that you know in my mind are Dark Empire, which we talked about before, where you find out Palpatine has clones. Um, Dark Empire, and my personal favorite, and you know, to all your listeners, if you're going to only read one Legends uh, story, read this one, the Thrawn trilogy. Ooh. Um, the Who Thrawn? is Thrawn? Okay, so uh, remember Chef Elzar from uh, Futurama? <laughs> right. <laughs> the Emerald Lagasse guy? Uh-huh. Okay, imagine him in a white um, Imperial officer outfit. Okay. He's a chiss. Yeah. Um, Thrawn is good at two things. Looking at, uh, looking at ancient art of other cultures and fucking shit up. <laughs> Yo, he fucking loves to fuck shit up. I he love everything you just said. So good at fucking shit up. Well, so what happens in in the Thrawn trilogy is, so it kicks off after uh, Return of the Jedi. The Empire is like, oh man, you know, we lost Palpatine, we lost Vader, we lost Death Star. What do we do? And Thrawn is next in line, and um, basically, it's Thrawn taking what's left of the Empire, which. All the rebels did was blow up the Death Star. The, the Empire still has a ton of hardware and army left to fight with. So many triangles. So, yes, yeah. and um, so, so it's about triangles. the establishment of the New Republic, you know, and Leia and Han 
um, you know, getting married and them doing their thing. And then uh, Luke going out and figuring out what the Empire's up to. Um, and also, a new, a new Jedi Council. A new Jedi Council. It also introduces Mara Jade. Um, and yeah, it's it's just it's a really good story. And it, it you know, it's basically, okay, after Return of the Jedi, the Empire has a bloody nose and a black eye, but they're still in the fight. There's plenty of fight left. What I didn't like about The Force Awakens was, uh, okay, the Empire, they're, you know, they're beaten and then they get radicalized and then the New Republic is just kind of there and they kind of suck. You know, like it's it's a back to square one. Yeah, there wasn't you know, really if, much reason. Like they didn't explain much of the First Order. Like a lot of what you said is still like implying things because like... <laughs> Right, the first, right. The first order is pretty much just what is what remnants of the empire supposedly left reconvening in a location and just saying, "Okay, we're now the first order, and we're just going to keep fighting." Right, but in canon, there was a lot of the empire left. That's yeah, what well, that at. that makes sense in 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 any sort of capacity. That makes sense. Yeah, I because mean, these, you can't these... just—it's an empire. It's a it's a galactic empire spanning hundreds and thousands of worlds that have been completely subjugated by palpatine you kill one guy that doesn't topple everything rome didn't fall in a fucking day right 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 so so yeah so for them to just kind of say okay remember uh return of the jedi yeah we're back to square one here's here's the force awakens very disappointing you want to you want to watch you want to watch something that begins to see you see how what happens after the empire falls go watch the mandalorian Ooh. That was good. What a I hear Baby really Yoda is adorable. He is. Um, and then, yeah, then my, then the kind of my last point, too, is that I kind of wish that they gave certain characters better send-offs. And I'm talking secondary characters. Like, what the fuck is Mon Mothma doing this whole time? Right. Her. <laughs> they gave this her is a good, who, in, is, who is that? She was in Rogue One, right? Yes, she was in Rogue One. Mon Mothma was the leader of the Rebel Alliance. She's the uh, woman that you see with the uh, with like the very flowy dress, the really long neck, and the uh, and the kind of like the the bobbed haircut. She's the one that she says many like, Bothans died. Yes, thank to you. Bring us this situation. Bring us these plans. Poor Manny. Oh, oh, okay. Right, that's Mon Mothma. She's she's kind of the the big brains of the Rebel. You know what? You know what happened between uh, Return of the Jedi and um, and uh, Force Awakens. I had to look it up. She apparently stepped out of politics. <laughs> so she didn't die. She's doing good. Yeah, but she was just like, mm, you know what? I don't uh, need to be here. I'm according fine. to the novel Bloodlines, as of six years prior to The Force Awakens, she is alive. However, she has withdrawn from political scene, uh, fracturing the unity of the Senate, as she was one of the figures of the populist and centrist factions that could unite uh, behind. I hate that you had to look that up. I had I had to, but they don't fucking tell you what happened no, to her. She was kind of a big deal. That's part of what I'm talking about. I hate that. That's what you they, had to they do. They could have just given you a line in the movie, and they don't. And then, and then, of course, the the most egregious thing I felt was um, in um, the Last Jedi, um, Akbar. Oh yeah. So Admiral Akbar, them, the yes. So uh, with them not acknowledging uh, Akbar, you guys have all seen. Um, oh no, they did the Firefly movie, right? Serenity? The Serenity? Serenity? Yeah, yes. Serenity. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I feel like that death might have, or like, because I haven't seen the scene, but I feel like that scene been uh, akin to um, Wash's death. 
No, he he just no. fucking dies, and it's like they don't even have time to be like you as the viewer goes, uh, what? And then no. everybody just moves because they have to. No, no, it's nothing. Like, it's nothing like that. Here's what happens. Okay. Oh, it's the 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 uh, the the new republic. I, I guess the resistance. I, I I can't remember what they're called anymore. Um, they get their shit packed by a star destroyer. It blows up the bridge. <laughs> Uh, all the officers on the bridge get sucked out to, uh, you know, into the vacuum of space. And then Leia uses her force abilities to float back to the ship and save herself, which a lot of people complained about. But, you know, reading some of the expanded universe, Leia does, does tons of crazy force sensitive shit. So I'm not offended by that. But what happens, though, is you notice in the background, a certain somebody gets sucked out into the void. It's Admiral Akbar. Yeah, he, he fell for the, the trap. Yeah, he fell for the trap. The, 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 <laughs> How the, ironic! Yeah, the, the mastermind of the Battle of Endor and all that shit. Nope, fuck you. You're dead. Who cares? And like, like so not, even, it, not even like, a, oh fuck, Akbar died. Like nothing. And visually, he's a space fish, right? So he should survive out there. It's a trap. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> no, because Mon Calamari is a water planet, dude. Dude, it's still filled with space. He's fine. <laughs> 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 so it's safe to say that you guys all don't really have a uh, a great opinion of these last three movies. I'm not angry at them. I feel that they could have done certain things a little bit differently. I like that they tried to explore some ideas, but I felt they 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 played it way too safe. I feel. Yeah, you're just you're just you're just a parent, right? You're not angry. You're just disappointed. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. shit. Uh, I. I don't know if ah. my opinion is the same as Matt's. It's a little bit different, I think. <laughs> like I said, I mean, like for me, it's it's okay. It's like, was it great? Eh. Was it bad? Eh. It was it was all right. I mean, so at that point, then why even do it? Because I, I hear it's not even making money. The first Force Awakens made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hear um, the new one isn't really making a ton of money. Probably not in China. Trilogy. No, it bombed in China. Apparently, China doesn't like Star Wars. It's fine. <laughs> apparently, it bombed in China. Um, so my opinion on it is I feel like it does, there's a lot of really neat ideas in what they're trying to do. Um, but none of them get the trigger pulled on them because they're too busy of, yeah, trying to be no, safe. No, none of them get the trigger pulled on them. Um, again, I honestly feel like one of the worst things they could have done is try to focus the story on Ray and, and like not making her be the star of the actual story like and like matt said before the story is just kind of happening around her and she's just there for the ride she is not actively a participant in what's happening you know until what? the last movie you know what i feel like she almost feels like a deus ex machina of sorts you know what i mean but you don't really know what's going on with her i'm, I'm saying uh, she's more like shonen anime protagonist <laughs> She's just powerful for no reason, fixes stuff. I love it. Yeah, that's who she is. I mean, I mean that that is true, but also but the thing is if if she were a shonen anime protagonist, at least she would have something to do in the story as opposed to just being along for the ride because she doesn't do anything until she, the end of the second movie. She would have a badass line after she fucks shit up. Yeah, at least they'd have that. That's true. <sighs> But that's why I couldn't get like, angry. Like people are angry. Like, She's powerful for no reason. Like these guys don't watch anime. I don't. They must not. That's not. That's, and like I said, that's not something I'm. I'm relatively angry at. I'm angry at the story itself for not making it as important as. It should but be. you're already, Nani. Yeah. If anything, and like I said, if anything, if 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 you shifted, so 
for me, if you could shift the main character of the story to be Kylo Ren and tell the story of his, like, yeah, yeah the story starts off with him already being, you know, he's, he's already let go of the identity of Ben Solo. He's already bad guy Kylo Ren. I'm edgy as hell. I fucking hate my parents. Oh, dad, why did you make me do this? Why did you Didn't make he me murder a ton of people in that first movie? Like, isn't he the reason that uh, Finn bailed on the First Order? Dude, he's, he... He is he is a driving force of the first two movies. He fired the gun planet. Dude, he is he has more <laughs> to do in those two stories than Ray does. He has more to do in the three movies, I feel. Uh, yeah, and in the third movie, honestly, the third movie, if you just change the story a little bit, he could have very definitely have been the main character, could have been the big like big part of his story is the redemption of Ben Solo and then spoiler alert he dies oh that so could so totally amazing wrong. story oh no you're no after he died he dies because he saw Rebel Wilson eating that cockroach to the <laughs> but he okay okay and then and then the other part that and this is the this is this is the part that takes me out completely, completely, completely from everything that goes on that just infuriates me. Go on. The kiss. I hear that that, like, that is definitely, I hear, I hear that shoehorned in. Yo, that kiss is so fucking dumb. Why? <laughs> yeah, why, it makes... he, why do they need to make that a thing? Why do Disney, they because Disney, Paolo, that fucking story? Because you Disney, Paolo, I'm surprised Ray didn't start singing at some point. It should have been. It would have been so much more powerful oh. if he hadn't. If they hadn't kissed, and he just fucking dropped dead. Yeah, like, now he's he, got he cooties. Died. <laughs> he's got forced cooties. Ew, Ben Solo kissed a girl. <laughs> Ooh, what a lame Sith. Oh, and like it's just so frustrating. So. Fucking, why why just, is it why is it frustrating, Paula? Because that's not the Jedi way to have attachments. No, Ooh. it's not even. Okay, He's sit now. Don't even get me started on the, on the Jedi way <laughs> and the <laughs> bullshit <laughs> of all of that. Because I could go for an hour about how much I fucking hate the fact that it, the Jedi just come off as hypocritical douchebags. Because they oh, are. Isn't that, yeah, isn't but, that no, what no, no, the last Jedi the, supposed to be about? No, and the, but that's the thing. They don't even follow through with that. Yeah, they don't follow through with any of it because at the end of it, you've got all the Jedi's being like, "Oh, we've got your back. We're in this for this." Blah 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 blah. blah. Meanwhile, <laughs> the entire other movie before it was like, "Oh, the Jedi were wrong. The Jedi did everything wrong. We shouldn't have done it like this." And then Luke is like, "Yo, we should just go get some sangria with the boys." I mean, <laughs> I was wrong. should have got some sangria with the boys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they did kind of do an okay job dialing it back when Luke's Force goes like, "Look, man, I was just scared." I, I get yeah. it. I understand, but still, it's just it's so frustrating. I mean, Having that sounds read, interesting. I, I, have read, that, like, I have read so. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just no. I've read so much, and like like Matt said, there's so much lore of the Legends canon. There's so much more to the Jedi than just what they show you in the movies, because the movies really is just like a quick glaze over of, of what the force is of what the Jedi and the Sith are. It, it's literally just a kind of, uh, here's, here's the, here's the figure in a box, but you can't open the box because you don't know unless you actually go out and buy the toy. You're just being shown the toy in a commercial of, but, of what the Sith and the Jedi are. But Paulo writing star Wars is hard 
because it's not like Marvel got like 80 years worth of comics to pull from. True. Yes, you do. That's true. You have just as much. <laughs> That's true. You have so many books in the Legends canon. You have so much to pull yes. from. You have so many different writers to pull from. Like you. I can't get. I, I'm getting really angry. You're so I'm angry. Paula, if you kill me, I'm become you <laughs> right now. <laughs> Something could happen. Here's here's a problem that Star Wars has that Marvel and DC have been very good about skirting around is that there's like there's all multiverses and bullshits and new 52s and all this stuff that they could backpedal stories pretty easily in comics, I feel. Yeah. Star Wars, you fucking you put it in in a book. You know, good luck backpedaling it because likely somebody's going to take some factoid that you put in your story and run with it, and you can't take it back anymore. Right. But that's that's kind of what I love. Like, I wasn't really super into the EU, but I know um, Lucas didn't behold himself to it. He's like, you guys can have fun in this little sandbox, but uh, I'm not going to care about what you write if it counters what I think. I'm just going to do my own thing. That's cool, though. Lucas cared about it. Like, Lucas would be like, they they had like a. Uh, with a master of lore or the holocron keeper, whatever they wanted to call that. <laughs> right. Like, Lucas had someone who like would course correct you if you were doing something that went against what kind of Lucas had in mind. Right. So like any of the Star Wars writers, when they wrote any novels, any comics, anything like that, you had to check and be like, hey, is this following what you guys want to do? I think and- the best example of that is in Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back when uh, Mark Hamill is in that movie as the cock knocker knocker. and they have the bong sabers. They had to get that cleared by Lucas because you know they were clearly ripping off lightsabers and the only thing Lucasfilm gave a shit about was like the good guy cannot have a blue lightsaber. He has to have either a red lightsaber or this color and like they were very specific about it. That's interesting. That's That's fantastic. Yeah, that was like, go ahead, use the lightsaber. Just, just don't, just stick to the cannon. You can't have the bad guy have the bad guy light, you know, the good guy lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, we didn't hear your opinion. What my opinion? Oh no, what? Oh, on the on the trilogy. Um, right. Sorry. Uh, my opinion. Uh, the most recent trilogy uh, is the most prime example of bury, burying the lead that I can think of. Um, I, I totally agree with Matt. Um, starting at the story of Rise of the Skywalker for Force Awakens is where it should have started. Give me a reason to care about Rey. Like, I know, Polly, you're saying, uh, make the story about Ben Swolo. But, <laughs> but, but I, I really do think, uh, one of, like, one of my favorite movies is Fury Road, and that kind of just puts you in the middle of things and, like, here's these characters and here's their story right away. Like, I'm done with this mystery stuff. Just tell me who Rey is. Uh, why she's important, why she's so strong, and then have yeah, why do I care? And have the other characters deal with that. So here's a spoiler warning. I don't know if you know this, Ed, but Ray is like a descendant of Palpatine. I did hear that she's she's like the granddaughter. Of she's Palpatine, the grand, but like she's the granddaughter of Palpatine, and like they they drop this bomb in Rise of the Skywalker that oh all the characters knew this, what but they still trained her anyways. I'm like great for those characters. I don't care. You didn't tell <laughs> me that. Me? Like, yeah, it's about me, Star Wars. No, but you, when you're telling a story, drop that big bomb. Like it's it's yeah. something I don't know much about the EU, but it's something where potentially 
you're training this big evil person and you can also throw in like maybe maybe she slips and kind of falls a little bit and then ben then yeah. ben swallow has to kind of he starts out evil as well but then he sees like she's like oh you're you're way too intense and he kind of tries to drag her back you know like do something like that no and that that sounds super like that's super interesting or doing something like that would be super interesting to me um because going back to lucas lucas was like yeah you'll see a lot of the stuff in the first three movies and the prequels like you're going to see some of the same beats because it's a space opera about one family and it's poetry it's supposed to time so yeah. like the the idea that like, like you get another darth vader and like if you get another luke, luke skywalker darth vader like reveal of like i'm an older family member of yours yeah, that's interesting to me. You kind of you kind of reverse it, where essentially it was um, a son trying to redeem his father. Now it's essentially the 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 grandson of that family on trying to essentially to redeem the daughter of Satan or space Satan. Essentially, is <laughs> trying to redeem. Like that's a super interesting story. Yo, uh, Palpatine is space He's Satan. Space Satan. That's the best. Take but away and she's from the this. granddaughter of space Satan. So like, <laughs> but, but if you can redeem <laughs> space Satan, holy shit! Wait, hold but, on. Pal, why, why is Palpatine space Satan? Have you I seen have that ask? man? <laughs> he is space Satan. <laughs> he okay. So technically, by all means. He is the one who orchestrated everything from episode one to episode nine. Yeah, exactly. Everything, including Snoke. Actually, in Legends, he orchestrated everything even beyond that. The 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 Yuzan Vaughn. Yeah. Everything bad. Did he orchestrate the Yuzan Vaughn too? No, but that's why he wanted to build his death to fight them. Mm. So everything mm. bad is his fault. He's Space Aiden. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah. It's 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 kind of cool too, because like the whole thing about Kylo, like I don't think he knows that uh, Vader himself uh, by throwing Palpatine off the balcony. I don't think it was that factoid. So he's kind of mis even misguided in his worship of Vader. Exactly. Wait, really? You don't think he knows that he's the one who threw Vader, who threw him off? I don't think he does. Why else would he think of him as being like this ultimate thing? Like, you know, it, I, I bet you if he knew that he wouldn't, he would be like, oh, wait a second. Maybe I am wrong because Vader realized he was wrong. Well, didn't he, um, if I recall correctly, did he, at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, he goes to Palpatine to destroy him, no? And then he finds out that Snoke was the voice in his head, Snoke, like, that Palpatine was Snoke, that Snoke was just his puppet, that everything that has happened, all the voices in Ben's head have been just Palpatine. Right. Yeah, he goes. He he wants ultimate power essentially. So it's like, how do yeah. I get ultimate power? You kill space Satan. You get you get rule, yeah. rule of two, buddy. Rule Sounds about two. right. What two. is the rule of two? I'm sorry. So the rule of two is a um, is a thing in Sith. Uh, basically, way way long ago, there was a Sith Empire, and they realized that hey, wait a second. If there's only two of us, all this power will be focused to these two individuals, and you know, ultimately, we want you know, world domination more or less. And if we have it all spread out throughout an empire, whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, if it's all spread out, you know, we're, we're going to become weak and diluted. So the idea is that you have one Sith master um, and then you have an apprentice who's learning from the master. And then once this, the apprentice is powerful enough, he will overthrow the master and then he'll try to find a new apprentice and the rule of two will continue. That's why in... Um, uh, Phantom Menace. That's why it was such a big deal when uh, Darth Bane shows up because the Jedi Council is like, what? There's a Sith? We, there, we haven't seen one for over a thousand years. The Sith were there the whole time. They were just in hiding. And it was even funnier too because Darth Maul wasn't even really a Sith. He was just a puppet underneath Palpatine and Palpatine was still under 
uh, Plagueis at the time. Was he still under Plagueis? At yeah, the time? was Plagueis he was still alive? under Plagueis? Huh. Yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, Palpatine, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he killed Plagueis around the same time uh, Maul was uh, dueling with Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon. Interesting. Oh shit. But again, nobody knew about uh, Plagueis because the Sith were in hiding at that point. They were That's in fair. hiding for over a thousand years. That's fair. So the Sith are really good in hide and seek. Is what you're telling me. They're Sith really are good the best at hide and seek. Yeah, they got force hide. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god! Oh man! Oh, but th- that's the thing. That my favorite thing about Star Wars is that they are dumb. All right, and that's that's something I feel like the new trilogy didn't just kind of go for. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, being dumb. It's it's just it's just kind of being as ridiculous as possible. Because just think of it like I I read this silly silly write up of the, kind of a a summary of the the original six movies. Uh, but my my the best takeaway is essentially. The Revenge of the Sith ends with two best friends fighting on an active volcano. Loser becomes a Frankenstein. And I'm like, yes, that that is what Star Wars is to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> and 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 that imagery of him just kind of like Palpatine being the mad scientist with all these like like beakers and stuff around him, stuff you don't really see much in Star Wars, at least in the movies. And it's like, oh man, he just made a Frankenstein. Like, and like this is <laughs> yeah. No, that was so cool because you see a lot of that stuff in like the comics and stuff, but you never saw it in the film. So for them to bring it there was really cool. And you know, it's really cool too because you find out that that was kind of Palpatine's plan all along was to get a gimped um, uh, Anakin Skywalker as his apprentice. But you're not going to fucking overthrow. You know, Palpatine, if you're that much robot. Yeah, and he has electricity <laughs> powers. So like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's a robot, and he would constantly, you know, throw force uh, lightning at him when he stepped out of line. And, you know, <laughs> and he's a robot, so he takes, you know, an additional two damage and roll it's another. Super, it's super effective. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is, more or less, because that's the whole thing is that, you know, they didn't use um, they didn't use modern parts on uh, on on Darth Vader. They just used what they had laying around. And it was all old I, antiquated shit. That's amazing. I did hear that that his, like his entire like his entire armor is like it's built bad on purpose. Like it's built to put, keep him in constant pain. Like it's it's essentially just built to keep him in check. Yeah, more or less, more or less. Because think about it, you have Anakin Skywalker, who is the most force sensitive being in the galaxy. I'm pretty sure there's something in Legends that contradicts what I just said, but for all intents and purposes, <laughs> you're good. Yes, I dig it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All I know is Star Wars has, for a long time, been a really, really big mess. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe the these three movies being such a big mess just kind of echoes the um, the sentiment. It's not the worst thing to come out of the franchise. That's true. Ooh. Ooh, there is that Christmas Christmas special with uh, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> oh, that's such a gem, though. Like that's also like something. <laughs> even Lucas doesn't want that route. Like that, <laughs> and thirty minutes of fucking Wookies talking to each other without subtitles. I know. Oh my god, how artistic! Constantly... What a gem. <laughs> the guy that constantly remakes his own IP doesn't want to remake that. No, he's like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> I've gone too far. I've got a bad feeling about this. Happy Life Day. 
<laughs> Happy Life Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got I to gotta ask. Take these three movies. Yes. You pick one actor that's been in all three movies that you keep. Everyone else in the movie, it's the same movie, but everyone else in the movie now is replaced by Muppets. Go. Uh, can I cheat? <laughs> sure, go for it. Okay, uh, I choose R2-D2 to be the same, and everyone else is Muppets. <laughs> but Yoda is no longer a Muppet. It's played by Frank Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't know who I would keep. And I think that's telling to to my opinion of this. It's like none of the actors stand out to me as someone worth keeping and replacing everyone else with Muppets. Because I would say keep Harrison Ford because he like him just not giving a shit is beautiful. Oh. Uh, everyone else, everyone else is Muppets, and Beaker is now Kylo Ren. Oh, but the thing is, like when he falls down that pit, I want to see his arms like Kermit flail down that pit. Like I need to see that. I you okay. don't know how much I need to see that. See, it's it's brilliant because Harrison Ford has wanted nothing to do with Star Wars for a very long time yeah since like the first movie yeah yeah like that's why he gets frozen carbonite in empire strikes back was because they didn't know if they're going to be able to get him back for return of the jedi that, right? that is true yeah all right guys last thing um let's say hypothetically because like i'm not really sure how you like i don't want to say i don't know how you fix star wars at this point because like this is the general consensus like the last three movies are just they're kind of like what's the point you know everything was too safe and nothing was like nothing was done right Sure. So I'm thinking, thinking you you wait another five to ten years. You know, don't even really talk about Star Wars. Nothing. Hold a giant press conference. Not so much like a like a Disney twenty three, but you hold like a giant press conference. You start just bringing out actors that are going to be playing these brand new characters. We're doing something new. You know, all that jazz. Show the show like like the new trailer because like surprise, the first one's already done, and like you give it a, a, a release date, right? There were like Duel of Fates on that thing, uh, 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 Marvel March of the Empire, the um, Imperial Imperial March, like throw that on there, all that kind of stuff, right? Great. End of the trailer, like everything cuts to black. Pornhub logo, let's go. New Star, <laughs> new Star Wars uh, uh, streaming, uh, streaming exclusively uh, on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! It wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't name of the um, of, of the. Of- music in in um in star wars canon <laughs> <laughs> those two are laughing because they know what it is edward you know what it is say that again i'm sorry okay so so you were cutting out a little bit when you said that so jazz music in star wars canon i know exactly what it's called <laughs> it's beautiful i'm just like a little salacious crumb on top of a fat man's shoulder <laughs> <laughs> and on that note guys thank you so much for filling me in but I think it's time to say goodnight. It's jizz. <laughs> oh no, space jazz is jizz. Good night, everybody. have questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at layman's guide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at layman's guide to the multiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket 
off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane and is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off HTTP colons forward slash forward slash freemusicarchive.org. Our intermission music is Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. And our outro music is Miami Nights Extended Theme, also by Kevin McLeod off IncomTech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. Thank you.